Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Enjoy a tall, cool dude. What is this? What, what are we doing? What in God's name are we doing? What? Our lives. What, what kind of lives are these? We're like children. We're not men. No, we're not. We're not men. It's the nightcap. Are we going to be sitting here when we're 60 like two idiots? We should be having dinner with our sons when we're 60. We're pathetic. You know that? Yeah, like I don't know that I'm pathetic. On WGR Sports Radio 550. So then you asked yourselves, isn't there something more to life? Yes. Yeah, well, let me clue you in on something. There isn't. All right, a Thursday night. It's the nightcap. Joe DiBiase here on WGR. Thursday night football in just over an hour. The Los Angeles Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders. How over under five and a half mistakes tonight on the broadcast. Raiders, Oakland, Chargers, San Diego. You know what's going to happen at least a couple of times. Everyone's done it. I think the Chargers one is okay, by the way. Because it was just gross, them moving to Los Angeles. Everything that revolved around that move of that team. That I will never, for the rest of my life, correct someone on saying San Diego. Because they should be in San Diego. So those two teams are playing tonight. The Chargers are out of everything. They're not in the race for the number one pick. They're not in a race for draft position to draft a quarterback. They got their guy. They're not in the race for the playoffs. All they're in a race for is to fire their coach, really. Like, when does that happen? Anthony Lynn has just done a brutal job this season with clock management, late game situations. Last week, he's running the kicking team out on the field while the offense is ready to take a snap, and then everybody's confused, and by the time the kicker gets out there, oh, the clock expired, and we don't get to attempt our field goal. That's life with the Los Angeles Chargers right now. So, not going well there. Although, they found their franchise quarterback, it looks like. So, could be going worse. Justin Herbert looks like one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. So, again, could be worse, but that's a bad team. That's a poorly coached team. And you can't trust them, really, to do anything. Run the ball, throw the ball, decide when to go for it on fourth downs. And they have the Raiders tonight... And potential Bills opponents in the playoffs will be watching this game because the Raiders are one of those teams. Maybe they're the least likely, but the Raiders are a team the Bills could face come playoff time. And really, every time we have this conversation this week, 
it has been, well, I would like to find a way to get to play the Raiders or the Dolphins. Like, those are the top two teams at the list, at the top of the list, for who you want to play. The Raiders can have some high highs. They are the only team in the league that has beat Kansas City this year. And they almost did it a second time. It's weird. Derek Carr is not a quarterback that really instills hope in anybody. Even his own head coach and GM were poking around at Kyler Murray last season, figuring out if they could find a way to trade up to the top pick to make him their quarterback and replace Derek Carr. They couldn't find a way to do it, and they tried to make everybody think, or they tried to make everybody forget that that happened. They're like, oh, we're just going to keep going. We're good. We like our guy. And he'll have one season where he looks like an MVP candidate, and then three years where he looks awful, and now he's back to being a pretty darn good quarterback in the league. Is he? Maybe not. The rest of the team looks weird. They have moments where you think Henry Ruggs is going to be the next Tyreek Hill, and then he'll have moments where, oh no, he's really going to be the next John Ross. Everything about that team. You you just don't know what you're going to get week in and week out. And... I guess that could be a bad thing because that team that showed up and beat Kansas City, hey, they could show up if they end up playing the Bills in the first round of the playoffs, but more likely than not, you're going to get a team like the Bills faced in Week 5. They couldn't really do anything against Buffalo. And Josh Allen, they couldn't stop him. They couldn't even stop the Bills' run game in that game. So, to me, the Raiders are a team I would like to play. And when I compare them to a Baltimore or a Cleveland or a Tennessee or an Indianapolis, give me Las Vegas. They're playing tonight. We'll see if they if they win, then they have a good shot of getting in. They're back into having a good shot of getting in. If they lose, it's basically over for them. So that's coming up. 8.20 kickoff, and our coverage here on WGR starts at 8 o'clock. I wanted to talk a little about the Bills' opponent, though, tonight, because it's Thursday. Last week... We spent the whole week talking about what the Steelers are. And really, the week before that, we spent a lot of time talking about what the Steelers are. We talked about Seattle when it was Seahawks week. We talked about the Cardinals when it was Arizona week. Now here's Denver. The Bills have got almost everything wrapped up. They're going to win the division. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to have a home playoff game. They're not going to get the number one seed. So it's just kind of cruise control for the rest of the way. We'll still watch the games. We'll still evaluate what Josh Allen is doing in these games. Who's injured? Who's healthy? Who do you want to save for the playoffs? Seeding, 2-3-4. It's not really a huge deal, but it's something to watch. It's cruise control. That's what the next three games are. And the Broncos are not really that interesting an opponent. And that is part of the reason they are kind of the new drought Bills. The Bills teams that existed from the year 2000 to the year 2016. This is how I would have this is how I would have imagined other teams thought of them. That when you showed up to play them, there's not really that much to talk about. There's not really that much that's interesting. That's Denver. Denver is a second round quarterback who at best, I mean I'm being very nice to Drew Locke if I call him erratic. 
<laughs> because that that erratic, I think, implies that there are a lot of good moments. There are also bad moments, but there are good moments. And I don't want to say there are no good moments, but I mean, to me, there looks like there's a lot more bad than there is good. He has the worst completion percentage throwing the ball deep in the NFL. He is turning the football over as much as anybody in football not named Carson Wentz. Jerry Judy, who looks like one of the best young receivers in the NFL, can't get his hands on the football. And it's not because of anything he's doing. It's not because he's a rookie and he's miscommunicating with what he's supposed to be doing. No, it's because 55% of his targets are catchable. That's it. 55% of the balls thrown to Jerry Judy are considered catchable. That is dead last in the NFL. Denver's other starting wide receiver, by the way, this year, Tim Patrick, who is not near the prospect that Jerry Judy is, but is a nice nice player, nice depth wide receiver. He's third from the bottom in catchable targets. Drew Locke cannot get the ball to a pretty loaded wide receiver core. And that includes not having Cortland Sutton. I would call them a loaded wide receiver core, even without Cortland Sutton, who most would argue is their best wide receiver. He's been out all year with an injury. Patrick looks good. Judy looks amazing at times. And KJ Hamler, third-round slot receiver that they drafted, looks really good also. And then Noah Fant, first-round tight end from last season, as athletic a tight end as you're going to find in football. Drew Locke has no excuses. This is really the narrative or the thing that we could have been talking about had Josh Allen not taken a leap forward this season. Because he was done. There was no more excuses. There were no more excuses for Josh Allen if he had not taken a leap this year. The team had done everything for him. They had built up a great defense. They had kept the same coaching staff around for him. Continuity three years in a row. You don't have constant changeover, learning new offenses, learning new schemes. Like, nope, Brian Dable, Brian Dable, Brian Dable. Every year, that's what you're dealing with. They got him the wide receiver core he needed. John Brown, Cole Beasley, Tyler Croft and Dawson Knox at tight end. Like, they got they got him some guys. They built him a pretty good offensive line. Not an elite offensive line, but a pretty darn good offensive line. With his athleticism, you don't need an an elite offensive line. And then the one last thing, the one last piece of the puzzle, was a number one wide receiver, and I don't know how you could have done better than Stephon Diggs. He's he's the number one, I think he's the best route runner in the league. He's got the speed to beat you deep, and he's got the size to win contested catches. What more could a young quarterback want? If Allen had not progressed... There would have been nowhere to hide. Nowhere to hide. It would have been on him. But luckily, for everyone's sake, Bills fans, the Bills coaching staff, the front office, and Josh Allen himself, he showed up this year and he has balled. He is right there with Rodgers and Mahomes. I mean, he is the top of the sport when it comes to playing that position. And there's no real argument about it. Anyone out there right now that is saying you can't trust Josh Allen or that he is still a quarterback that needs to improve, they're either not watching or 
they have they're doing it to rile up Bills fans because they know that <laughs> if you poke at Josh Allen, people are gonna watch you. They're they're gonna hate on you, but you're gonna get your clicks. You're gonna get your name out there. You're doing it for the attention. Is the reason you're doing it at this point. And compare that to what Drew Locke has got going on. Because Drew Locke has a lot of those same things going for him that Allen had coming into the year. Locke has got a good offense around him. I think the pieces around him, they did a good job supplying talent in Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay in the backfield. Noah Fant, I mentioned the tight end, who they spent a first-round pick on last season. They spent another first-round pick on a receiver this year. They spent a third-round pick on a wide receiver this year. And they have both looked very good in their rookie seasons. Well-polished route runners. They have a pretty good offensive line. Garrett Bowles is going to miss this game against the Bills. But great tap. he's a great tackle. Great story that he's gone from a guy that was basically a street free agent to one of the highest contracts in the league. Same head coach, second year in a row to start his season, start his career. And the guy can't, he just can't do it. Drew Locke, if I'm, the, if I'm covering the Broncos or if I'm following them as a fan, I'm looking at Drew Locke the same way. As I would have Josh Allen, hey, not be taking a huge leap this season. There's nowhere to hide. What excuse are you supposed to use? Maybe he's just not that good. And I don't think he is that good. He is not as athletic as Josh Allen. And I'm comparing him to Josh Allen a lot here, by the way. Because, I don't know if you have out there, but I have heard a lot of Drew Locke, Josh Allen comparisons that, hey, Allen struggled through his first 15 games of his career throwing the ball deep and throwing the ball in the middle of the field, intermediate routes. So Drew Locke, hey, he could become what Josh Allen's become. Man, teams better not believe they can operate that way. Because yes, Josh Allen has become right now an elite quarterback, but he took a path that almost nobody else takes. Look at the top guys. They show up, and they are the top guys right away. Russell Wilson showed up, and he was amazing. Patrick Mahomes showed up and threw 50 touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers showed up, and they and Green Bay immediately forgot about Brett Favre. Those guys, when they arrive, it happens, for the most part, quickly. And Allen, it took a third year. That is not normal. It's great that the Bills got it, but it is in a way an anomaly. And if that's going to be used as justification for crap quarterbacks like Drew Locke, that, oh, he's going to magically progress in his 30th game because he's got a big arm, go ahead, Denver, waste two more years on that. Because just because Josh Allen did it, does not mean Drew Locke is going to do it. It is not, does not mean a lot of other quarterbacks that look like Drew Locke and throw the ball like Drew Locke and have a lot of the same skill sets are going to progress as well. This is a very special circumstance here in Buffalo. And maybe they end up winning a Super Bowl because of it. But the NFL... A lot less so than I think the NHL and the NBA and Major League Baseball maybe even. like I don't think you can operate on it as it's a copycat league. 
you, you just need the quarterback. That's it. And you got to go with the trends. You can't go with one guy, one guy's story, one guy's path being an example of what you can do. No, it's got to be on the macro. You got to find four or five, four or five. You got to find dozens of examples of how it works. You spend a high pick on a guy, not even high pick. You spend a draft pick on a quarterback. You give him 20 games. If he doesn't play great, move on. And Locke has not even played as well as Allen in his first 15 to 20 games. Allen played well enough for even a guy like me, who I think I was probably closer to the he's never going to get there side of things than, oh, he's definitely going to progress. But he played well enough to keep me hanging around. And it wasn't just the rushing. Like, a lot of it maybe was the rushing. But there were things he was he was doing with his arm that made me think, all right, he might get there. And I don't see, I don't personally see any of that from Locke right now. And he certainly doesn't have the rushing that Allen does either. So, what are the Broncos going to do? And it's also not, to me, set in stone that he's going to be their quarterback next season. Because John Elway is coming from a very special circumstance himself in that he is a legend in that town. He is on the car dealership commercials. He is going to sign autographs. He is a hero. He's the best quarterback they've ever had. He's a big personality. He's got that charm and charisma, you know, that fans love. Like, he's not going anywhere. He is in charge of that franchise for the foreseeable future. And to have that type of job security, despite the fact that you've missed on your last four quarterback experiments, means that he can do whatever he wants. He doesn't have to hang around and his job is tied to Drew Locke. It's not. He could show up to the draft next year and pick Justin Fields or Trey Lance in the top five just because he's John Elway, and he can do that. He can go trade for Carson Wentz. And I, that is a move, by the way, that I'm not sure is getting enough talk. I think Wentz is probably going to get traded. And the most popular destination, and for good reason, the most popular destination has been Indianapolis. Because of Carson Wentz's relationship with Frank Reich, because of Philip Rivers' age as a 38-year-old quarterback that is on maybe the final hole of his round of 18. And that that's a team that is built to win right now. That is where Carson Wentz has been put. But Denver, too. We know Elway. To talk about Elway is he loves his tall quarterbacks. Wentz is out there at 6'5", a tradable contract, a team that's not really spending anything on quarterback right now in the Broncos. And... I'm not sure I would tell you that they're built to win right now or as built to win right now as the Colts are, but given the talent they have on offense around the quarterback position and some of the talent that they're hanging on to on the defensive side of the football, Von Miller may be coming back next season or likely coming back next season, you could convince a Carson Wentz that you come here and you give us adequate quarterback play, then we're a playoff team. Wentz to Denver 
is a definite option for the quarterback wheel this coming offseason. 803-0550 is the phone number. If you want to get any of your thoughts in before we get to our interview of the day, feel free to chime in in the next five minutes. Call in in the next five minutes, and we'll get to you right after the break. It's the Nightcap with Joe DiBiase. This is WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 